Hello, Warriors. How you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. I hope you guys are doing great tonight. Uh, uh, tonight is August the 18th, 2023. And I have two phenomenal ladies with me today. One of them you already know and love. I know and love her too. Marlene Miller is back with me. Hello, hello. Barks me, Kanima. <laughs> very far from Ganaima. And we have a newbie today. Another newbie who I am so glad to have on on this podcast. Uh, me and uh, Miss Krista, we have known each other for years now. Oh my gosh, we have. It's been about two or three years. And I, I finally have you on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're so welcome, Miss Krista. I, I had her daughter Monica on like a couple of years ago, and it we just I just had a blast with her. I can't wait for her to come back uh, on the podcast. Oh, sure I really can't. We, we discussed truth or dare, and we just had a heck of a good time. Yes, that that's a good scary movie too. It, it really yes. is. Uh, but the movie that we're discuss- discussing tonight is, oh my gosh, phenomenal. They did a phenomenal job with it. For for it to be a 1990, 1991 movie, they did very phenomenal. It was very, very good. Uh, arachnophobia is what we are discussing today. If you didn't get the clue, Kainama, or uh, what was it again? Kainama, how do you say that word? Kanima. Kanima, yeah, yeah. It probably got the clue from that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so ladies, let me get your opinions on this uh, movie. Krista, what's your opinion on arachnophobia? Because, you know, I, I'm pretty I sure we that. all have fears of, of spiders, but, you, you know, so what's your opinion? I just love arachnophobia. It's one of my favorites. I just, I can watch it over and over again. I love it. Yes. Uh, it's funny how you can relate. Like when you look back at different parts of the movies, you know it's happened to you at some point. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I uh, just last week, actually, last week, I'll, I'll tell, tell you this story. Uh, I, <laughs> I was in our bathroom just flossing my teeth right i was flossing my... always in the bathroom <laughs> always in the bathroom i was flossing my teeth i you know i, I go to um you know uh, spit you know spit out yeah. and uh i see a piece of hair you know uh i'm not thinking anything of it i'm thinking that it was my hair because i had just washed my hair uh earlier that day so i'm thinking that it's my hair so I, I, I spit up thing and, and I go back like this and then I see the thing move. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> And so I looked in the drain and I see it kind of moving. That's how I knew that it wasn't my hair. <laughs> and so I did what my fiance always do. I grabbed the bleach and I started spraying that thing like oh, yeah. <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> and so it died and so, so I it, it uh so I just pushed it down the drain but but i I mean so yeah i I mean i i guess you know if you if you're arachnophobic that would never happen right you would just have to get somebody else to kill the dang thing yes yeah (laughs) but yeah i agree with you um on the movie as a whole though krista because it, it it is very i mean well acted uh, yes. well shot uh, 
I love the all the angles and Marlene, you can pro- probably attest to this. You're a cinematographer. Uh, I just loved all the shots that they did. You know how they made the spider look scary. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes. Uh, Marlene, what do you think about um, arachnophobia? Uh, it's a childhood favorite, but it's um, it's a movie. If I feel like being scared, I will put it on. Like I do not watch it all the time. It oh. is a uh, <laughs> it is a rare, rare treat. When I when I'm like oh, I'm not I'm watching all these scary movies. I'm just not scared enough. I know what to do. Put on arachnophobia. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you what. Because I will be like this for like. <laughs> yes, that movie will make you paranoid. Okay, for no reason. <laughs> That's the only thing about arachnophobia. I loved it, but it will make you paranoid. I'm telling you, because I was watching it earlier today. And then all of a sudden, I thought I saw something move on my table. And I'm like, that dang arachnophobia got me thinking that something is here. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So, okay, who was your favorite character uh, from the movie? Uh, Ms. Krista, I'll I'll ask you first since you're new. Uh, Who was your favorite character on arachnophobia? I like Dr. Jennings. He was my favorite. Only because he he ended up overcoming... His arachnophobia because he had it so bad and was so squeamish through the whole thing. Yes. And he finally was able to overcome it. And so that's why he's my favorite. He just yeah. he toughened through it. He's yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Marlene, who was your favorite character? You know what? It's it's the same one for the same reason, but also second place is uh, definitely Gilbert. Oh yeah. Yes, definitely. He, he definitely needed him for that comedic relief. Oh, yes. I loved him. Uh-huh. Although I thought I, I thought Ross was pretty co- uh, comedic too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay. My my favorite character. Well, I don't know how you can uh, watch this movie and not pick Margaret because Margaret was so nice. She was kind, considerate. Oh, yeah. I you yeah. could tell that she was. Uh, uh, a force to be reckoned with in her younger days. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and she was just spunky, had all this fire inside <laughs> of her. I, I was, I was pretty mad when the spider killed her. That I just got to yeah. say, I liked Margaret. Yeah, I like Margaret. Yeah, she was awesome. Uh, now, who was your least favorite character? And Marlene, we'll start with you for this one. Who is your uh, least favorite character? Uh, the general spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just so. It was so malicious. It had malicious intent from the beginning. It knew what it was doing. It hitched a ride on purpose. Uh, yeah. But, and it, it knew how to stalk, and it killed anyone and everyone who got in its way. It was. I, I guess it. Really, and really, that really that big spider was just a, a, as much a character as the humans. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. My goodness. And uh, uh, Miss Krista, who was your least favorite character? I didn't like Doctor Metcalf, the old doctor. Yes, I didn't like him oh, either. He annoyed me so much. He was just so mean and arrogant. Swore he knew everything. Yes. 
hated him. Just, just prideful for no reason. Yes, yes. Yes, and, and that's exactly why I put both of them down, actually. I put the big spider, <laughs> the big ugly yes, spider, and I put Sam Metcalf. Yep, oh, my the spider's God. name is Big Bob. Yeah, it sure was, yep. Uh, uh, the, the director named the big spider that, yeah. Yeah, he did. He named that. Uh, okay, what is your favorite scene? And Miss Krista will go back to you uh, first. Who? What was my your favorite? Big, yeah, what I was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is the scene inside the barn. It was just amazing to me that that spider was able to do all of that in not a lot of time. Yeah. It was amazing to me. That was my favorite scene is when he like saw it in the basement and everything. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what we found? I mean, and Mar- Marlene, you can attest to this because you were on the Eight Legged Freaks um, uh, yeah. podcast. We find out that uh, um, uh, spiders are very, uh, they just build. They build webs and everything like that. They are builders. That's what we found yeah. out on the Eight Legged Freak. Uh, if you guys have not um, heard the Eight Legged Freak podcast, go and check it out. We, I mean, we find out a heck of a lot of stuff. Uh, Miss Krista, oh, wow. if you never um, heard the podcast, I, yeah, I, you know, uh, go back and listen to it. It's so informative. Okay. Yeah, and I and most of my podcasts are. <laughs> we I just yeah. find out so much new stuff on all of my podcasts. It's amazing, but but oh, wow. but yeah, uh, spiders are builders. So uh, so when I saw that web that you're talking about, I, I was like, wow, just like you, like wow, amazing, amazing, and it was beautiful. You yeah, just did that thing. It was beautiful. Yeah. My God. So yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I I wrote something completely different down on my own <laughs> my paper, but I do agree with that though. And how about you, uh, Marlene? Uh, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is well, any scene with Dilbert, but especially when he hits uh, rock and roll time. He puts all his gear on. Oh yeah, he like, he is like he I'm ready for this. I was born for this moment. <laughs> oh gosh well my favorite scene is well you know it's not too far off from your favorite scene though uh krista my favorite scene is when ross's wife convinces him to go into the barn you know to see the web that the spider had made and he wound up falling off the ladder because the uh rat came came at him <laughs> that's my favorite scene because it always just makes me it makes me jump and then it makes me laugh yeah. at the same time yeah. so, <laughs> so I love that <laughs> alright what is your least favorite scene and uh, Marlene will come to you um, for this one uh, uh, what was your least favorite scene in Arachnophobia oh man when it starts really going down, when the Jennings home is infested and they're all coming out out of the scene. Oh yeah, that oh. Yes. Oh, as beautiful as it is, because you see all the spider scum at once, it it, it yeah. just looks so beautiful. But as beautiful as it is, it makes you squirm because it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, they're yeah. here, they're here, and yeah. here, they're everywhere. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. 
And to see your house infested with them, like, what do you do? Oh my oh gosh, my gosh. yes. No. Well, what <laughs> what can you do but blow up the house? I mean, come on. Yes, right. <laughs> yep. Right. I, Poof. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> at that point, you can do nothing but blow up your house. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have to get rid of them somehow. <laughs> exactly. Have to get rid of them somehow. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, in Miss Crystal, what was your least favorite uh, scene? It was probably the same I scene. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I felt bad when the kid died when the when the spider got in his helmet. Oh yeah. Banging. I was like, oh my god, that's awful. That poor kid. Yeah. That's I mean, I that bad. I mean, that was we know from um, from when we see um, Jerry um, die from the poisoning. Yes. We know that it is a horrible way to, you know, to die. Yes. This spider carries a lethal poison. So yes. we know just from that, that that yes. kid, ooh, he had a rough. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I agree with that, um, Krista, too. Uh, but my uh, least favorite uh, care, uh, my least favorite scene, and I think I just um, told you guys a few minutes ago, is when Margaret gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I like that. I wanted to squish the spider myself when that yeah. happened. Yeah, it was a shame. I'm just not cool at all. No. <laughs> all right. So okay. So, what is your favorite spider kill? You know, uh, we already discussed, you know, the the spider kills that we don't like. But what is your your favorite spider kill, uh, Miss Krista? I'll go to you. My favorite one was when the old man died. I was so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what you get because you kept thinking that he was crazy and you died. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> I know that's right, girl. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and Miss Marlene, who, what was your favorite spider kill? I, I wrote the same thing. I said, I hate to say it, but when Dr. Metcalf, but yes. for a couple of reasons, because yeah, he was a jerk, but it's also the death that needed to happen to make this movie roll, to get it going. Oh, yeah. Because once he, once he died, you know, James becomes the main doctor and, um, uh, that's when they sure. point out, like, well, he said he was bit by a spider right before he died. His wife said that. And then they were like, look at this bite, though. Does it look like a bite? But that's, it plants the seed to make this plant grow. Right. Right. And, and he said yeah. himself, he said, call Jennings. Call Jennings. Yes. Because yes. he knew that he was the one that, he was the only one that could probably figure out what the heck was going on with him. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yes. And, uh, well, my um, my favorite spider kill, even though, you know, I agree with both of y'all that, that Sam Metcalf, you know. But but I actually like the kill scene of the professor. Just because of how <laughs> how, I, how he died was, it was so funny because it was like he actually invited the spider to kill him. Yeah, sure. supper's ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you say something like that? Yeah. 
why would you say that? It's just sheer foolishness. The sheer foolishness of it. That's what that's what got me. That's why I, that's why I was like, uh, yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> that was my favorite. Well, kill. Like it's not gonna happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think all of them had that. Doctor Metcalf. Doctor Metcalf. That's his name. Uh, Sam Metcalf. I cannot say that man's last name to save my life. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he, he, you know, was like, uh, well, Dr. Jennings must be the one, you know, doing all this. Oh, I think you are uh, uh, guilty of malpractice. What? Right. Get out of yep. here. No, I did not like Whatever. Him. Uh, but yeah. So, okay. Uh, how does arachnophobia... Oh my goodness, we're at my last question already. I know. <laughs> okay, how does um, arachnophobia pertain to the Bible? Uh, now, uh, I'll go first for this, uh, ladies. Uh, arachnophobia is about spiders, you know, terrorizing a small town. Nothing to uh, relate to the Bible about that. But however, in the movie, we have an old town who... Uh, an old town doctor who did not want to accept the new town the new town doctor simply because he didn't want to be replaced you could tell that he was a little jealous of Dr. Ross even his wife told him so his wife even picked up on it and so the scripture that I wrote down that actually seems to fit is Philippians 2 and 3 do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in, humil- but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Oh, okay. In my opinion, uh, Dr. Sam was a very proud man and didn't want to accept the fact that he was getting old. And because of that, his focus was not all there and he wasn't thinking of his patients. Ross cared, whereas Sam just cared about the position he had in the town. So then maybe this scripture can kind of tie in tie in here too. too. For where jealousy and selfish ambitious, um, I'm sorry, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. Uh, yes, I forget. Uh, I didn't uh, write um, the scripture that was, but but uh, um, I think this kind of sums everything up. Yeah, you know, I think it sums everything up. I, I mean, so you know, the movie itself was about but about spiders, and you know, of course, you know, of course, you know, I'm I'm sure a spider or two was in biblical times. You know, I'm sure, but. Um, I- but the overall message that I got, that I took from this, was you were kind of jealous of Dr. Ross, you know, and and, right. the, and the Bible does, you know, it, it, there are scriptures on jealousy, you know, and, and, you know, being vain, being prideful, you know, there there are scriptures on that. So, yeah, so that's where my mind went with that. Hmm, okay. Yeah. So I was stuck on that one. I didn't know. I 
yeah, I really wasn't sure on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like, I like to dig deep in all in these movies. Me too. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I challenge myself. Marlene always tells me I challenge her. Well, I challenge myself too. So, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to be on my game for this. You know. Sometimes it's real easy, and then sometimes. It's oh really yeah, hard. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like with this movie, like you know, I mean, because you know, come on, it's like I said, you know, it's about spiders terrorizing a small town. What can you get from that? Well, you have to, you know, read be- between the lines sometimes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And Marlene, how about you? Did were you able to find something? Yeah, I got, I got, I got some stuff. Okay, cool. I can't wait to hear this. I, I also um, found something similar to yours, but I found that this movie was about like self-preservation and the power of the Nile and how horror can make its way into that. Le- leaving a big city to live in the country based on the belief quaint is safe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad, bad things can still happen to anyone and anywhere. It hits harder when it's someone who least expects it. The town Kanaima prided itself in having one doctor, one high school, one main cop. So when deaths start start to pile up, um, ignorance is blitz because they're caring so much to protect the image of perfect, quaint. They don't even bother with autopsy to find out the how. Right. right. When, when Jerry Manley's mother shows emotion at the party, she's quickly taken away so she doesn't make a scene you know it's like and then uh dr metcalf refuses to retire probably fears his mortality shows uh over uh shows that the show's over for him if so Mm -hmm. so change progression (laughs) equals fear so deny all that brings that and i wrote um the verse i chose was Matthew 6, uh, chapter 16, verse 24 and 25. And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Wow. I think everybody has a natural inclination to avoid suffering and pain. And it's not necessarily wrong because there is a drive within all of us to preserve our lives and to extend it. Self-preservation is said to be like the first law of the universe. So we all desire to ensure that we do not suffer any pain. On the other hand, Jesus seems to be counseling us that somehow this drive for self-preservation, for self-satisfaction, for comfort has to be pushed pushed from the forefront of our lives and into a secondary place. Oh wow! Amen. That that now that was good, Marlene. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. My goodness. Awesome. Yes, Pastor Kevin will be proud. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tackle that that question first because um, I had I told you I had a lot of stuff going on. This yeah, week, yeah. And I was trying to get it done 
trying to get it done quicker, but I was like, man, I'm just going to start with the hardest one first. So yeah, yeah hey, I, we're easy to answer. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're right about it. Yes. I, I, I'm telling you. And, 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 you know, it's so crazy because these movies are so much deeper than, than anybody would ever know, you know? And, you know, like I, like I keep saying, you know, this move, this particular movie was about spiders. About <laughs> the spiders, you know, terrorizing a town. So you don't really, you know, get, you know, a feel that anything deeper than that is going on but like i said you got to read between the lines dig deep you know dig very deep and um and yeah and you just find some stuff that you know and you're and you're like wow that you know that just uh, because um the um what i wrote down didn't come to me at first I had to, you know, watch Arachnophobia a few times before, before it really came to me that, oh man, this man is really jealous of Dr. Roth and he, he does not want to retire because of his own vein, his vainness, if you will, you know, he, he wants to be the one to tell people what is wrong with them. He wants to be the one that they come to, you know. Right. He wants to be the one who is there to know, you know, what's going on. And he doesn't want this young doctor to, you know, to do, to have his patience, you know. He does not want this doctor to be able to thrive where when he has to move on and cannot thrive anymore you know so from that i just was like oh okay so let me look up scriptures about jealousy you know right so so yeah but but miss krista don't even worry about it if you don't have an answer for this because it is so hard it can be so hard (laughs) especially if your mind doesn't go there you know right yeah so yeah, I, um, but uh, but uh, I mean, let's see. There's been lots of movies that me and Marlene have done that has just been so hard <laughs> to to, yeah. to, to uh, you know to answer that question. Uh, Child's Play Two comes to mind because uh, Child's Play Two is just like a fun doll movie, if you right. will. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, but uh, well, you know what? We're going to take a little break, and then when we get back, uh, I'm going to be doing the five fun facts. Now, this is one of my favorite uh, parts of the um, podcast anyway. Oh, my goodness. I love reading the five fun facts. We'll be right back after this, folks. Do you guys love horror toys? Are you a horror collector? Well, there's a store in Allen, Texas named Elm Street Toys that sells all things horror. You can buy action figures, Chucky dolls, board games, and even air freshener. 
M Street Toys is ridiculously in, inexpensive. You guys can get a Mezco 172 Collective Halloween 2 Michael Myers for $89.99 off of their website. Their website is www.mstreettoys.com. If you guys can't make it into into the store, you guys can definitely go on their website and shop until you drop. Again, the name is Elm Street Toys. The location is Allen, Texas. And if you guys cannot get to the store, the website is www.elmstreettoys.com. Enjoy your horror toys. All right, Warriors, we are back. And Marlene, you said um, during the break here, you said that you have some background stuff to um, to discuss. So, girl, go ahead and discuss it. Oh, yeah. First of all, you know, RIP to Julian Sands. Yes, know? yes. Y'all know what? I, I met Julian Sands like a month oh, wow, before. Yeah. The month before he went missing. I have met Julian Sands. I took a picture with Julian Sands. He, um, uh, I, I got his autograph. I'm going to have that framed. I'm going to have so that sad. one framed. It is sad. I said, oh, my gosh. That, that goes to show you that life is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. ma'am. Uh, go ahead, um, Marlene. I, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I just had to throw that, throw that out there before I got into this other stuff. I was also saying, you know, the combination of the direction, the writers, the cinematography, and yes. the spiders. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying earlier, because I know you love cinematography. I know you love it. You studied for it and stuff. And and I, I just was blown away by it. Yeah, it's the, um, yeah, the practical spiders. Uh, they all, it's a smartly written, memorable scares, endearing characters with a uh, comedic touch that still holds up to this day yes it's scary but it's scary but fun like a roller coaster yep and um building suspense is, in the film is an art like itself and uh, i got a quote from the master of suspense um you know alfred hitchcock he said to get real suspense you must let the audience have information he's like now let's take the old-fashioned bomb theory you and I are sitting and we're talking, we'll say, about baseball. We're talking for five minutes and suddenly a bomb goes off. And the audience has a 10-second terrible shock. Now take the same situation, tell the audience at the beginning that underneath the table and show it to them, there's a bomb and it's going to go off in five minutes. And then we'll talk baseball. What are the audience doing? They're saying, don't talk about baseball. There's a bomb under the dare. Get rid of it. So the director did the same thing with the with Big Bob. He stuck him in the barn, and he didn't show him. You know, and everyone who would go into the barn, you're just in there like, oh, that spider's in there, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you so yeah. he's got that ticking bomb theory right there. But Alfred Hitchcock also said, you know, like, don't let that bomb go off or people are going to get mad. 
but the director went ahead and showed a uh, big Bob a couple of times. So, yeah, like, he went against the uh, he went against the formula, but uh, and it was talking. About, it was uh, still scary enough. It was still scary enough. And and let me tell you what they did all all of this without being too gory. They right. didn't. Uh, they, they did all of this without showing any uh, naked women or naked men. Yes. <laughs> they did yeah. all of this without. Uh, they, they they didn't really use that many curse words, did they? I don't. I don't. Because my kids have watched it and stuff. It's yeah. P, it's a PG thirteen movie, and it's from yeah. Amblin too. So. Yeah. You know. But they did all of that and still had a great. That's what I'm saying. Out. It was it's it's cinematic art. You know, it's well acted. It's well written. It's mm-hmm. well shot. It's it's uh, it's suspenseful. Um, there, yes. uh, there's also. So, uh, what do we think one? about there being a remake of this movie? I was just thinking the same thing. I'm nervous. <laughs> I hope I hope it's I hope they use practical spiders, but I have a feeling they're not going to for the most part. Yeah. I, I think they probably might use CGI. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, they're going to. So too. They had a oh no spiders were killed in this movie none whatsoever nope. no no nope. um, wow. they they that, they pre- and I, um I I think I might have I may not have I, I forget what I wrote down but about um I did read that they you know I, as a matter of fact I read it to Bryant I said you know they did not kill any of their spiders they let them live now had it been me had it been me. <laughs> all those, all them bugs would have been dead. <laughs> I also wrote, uh, you know, the mortician is always eating, you know, around the body. Yes. And, I, and I added it to my list of movies because this happens a lot. Uh, my list of morticians who eat around the body include Friday the 13th Part 4. Oh, yeah. The Howling, the Howling yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Night of the Creeps and Street Trash. <laughs> I wonder if they try to make it like it's not a big deal. They do. Right. And <laughs> doing whatever. Everyone else is looking. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He's on there walking in there with chips too later on. I don't know if he knew anything. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the other guy was like, I need some air. Let me get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also yep. uh, Frank Marshall, the director. This is his directorial debut. Yes, this is his first yes. movie. You know, I was thinking that Frank Marshall was kin to Gary Marshall, but he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I thought he was kin to Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall, but he's not. It, um, yeah, yeah. The cinematographer he did mostly like foreign stuff, but the only movies I can think of that people might know is Backdraft from 1991. And oh, yeah, but Kurt Russell. Yeah, and The Abyss from 1989. He did the cinematography for both those. The music was my newest discovery. Trevor Jones does the music. He also did the music for The Dark Crystal, The Labyrinth, and that movie from Hell with uh, Do- uh, Johnny Depp. He also oh. Okay. oh, But he also okay. did the music for... Uh, the Britney Spears movie Crossroads, which I thought was funny. Oh, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much like all the background that I knew I was going to like hurry up and like 
spit it out there real quick. Oh, okay, okay. No problem, Sue. It goes right along with the five fun facts that I have. Um, the first um, fun fact that, uh, that I have is um, the animatronic general spider, which is what they used, um, like you were saying, uh, Marlene, the um, uh, animat animatronics. Hopefully they will use animatronics on the, on the remake. Uh, the animatronic general spider seen at the film's climax was one of the earliest prop uh, jobs done by Jamie uh, Heilman, star and, and co-producer of Mythbusters. Have you guys seen that? I've never seen Mythbusters. No. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool show. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. What 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 is it? I mean, I know it's about, about them actually doing stuff to see if it's true or not or something right, like yeah. that. Right, yeah, that's what it that's is. Exactly what it is. Oh, okay. Yep. And my um fun fact number two is, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I keep yawning. tired today. <laughs> um. My fun fact number two is the sound of a spider being crushed by John Goodman was made by the Foley artist crushing a couple of potato chips. Oh. Yep. That's also my new obsession now, Foley, Foley artists, because uh -huh. I didn't really think about it before. I was like, oh, <laughs> neat. What a fun job. Yeah. 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 Almost, probably almost as fun as being in the costume department. Oh my goodness, I know they have fun. Um, my fun fact number three is the first film, this is the first film released under Disney's Hollywood Pictures label, which was also created so the studio could release more adult-oriented, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, so they could release more adult-oriented fare. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So Disney wanted to get into, you know, more adult stuff. Huh. Uh, my fun fact number four is Kanama is the name of the avenging spirit of the Guyana Indians. Marlene, did you know that? Um, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, too familiar about like the rainforest natives, but I'd like to know more. Yeah, uh, uh, yep. It is the name of the avenging spirit of the Guyana Indians. It's also the name of the area in Venezuela where the beginning of the movie was filmed, in home to the world's tallest waterfall, and oh, it's wow. called Angel Angel Falls. Yeah, isn't yeah. that neat? Cool. It took four weeks to shoot that, all that stuff in Venezuela. My God, I now wow. that I didn't read. I didn't, I didn't read that at all. But that, that, oh my gosh, well, it was beautiful. Yeah, just yeah. for just for that short opening. Yeah, it took four weeks to shoot it. Wow, they had a lot of troubles too, though. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Good. I'm sure. Goodness. Uh, and my fun fact number five is, now this is going to be funny. I wrote it down because it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, there, there was an urban legend that singer Brandy Norwood had a small role in the film. That was later debunked 
the Brandy, uh, credited as playing Brandy Beachwood, is the Beachwood family dog, a golden retriever. <laughs> Brandon Brandy never appeared in the film. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> did you know there's a Did you know there's a comic book of this movie too? No. Bryant died, and then also there was a retro video game, like an eight bit, eight bit wow. video game from this. I didn't. I had no idea. No, me either. Oh my goodness! Now we're gonna have to go look for the video game and the comic right. book. I'm gonna have to ask Brian if you could, if if you could find the comic book anywhere. Right. Oh my goodness! Wow, that's cool. That is cool. Wow. Okay, so now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on. There's there's quite a few. There's quite a few that passed on, actually. I, um, yeah. Um, and among them is Julian Sands, as um, Marlene mentioned. Yeah. Uh, he plays uh, Dr. James Atherton. Uh, he died sometime. In, uh, well, they found his body in... Um, in January, but I think he went missing in June, and they still have they still don't know what he died from though. They don't know what caused his death, but for all we know, a spider got to him. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, Henry Jones, who plays Doctor Sam Metcalf, yeah, uh, he died. Oh, excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm yawning all over the place. Uh, he died on May 17th, 1999, due to a fall. He was 86 years old. Wow. Uh, Ray Brocksmith, who plays Irv Kendall, he passed away on December 16th, 2001, due to kidney failure from diabetes. He was 56 was years old. Huh? Who was he? He played um, Irv, Irv Kendall, the, um, uh, the, mor the mortuary or the corn. Uh, or, yeah. 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 Uh, Mary Carver, who plays Miss Margaret Holland. She passed away on October 18, 2013. Um, the cause of death was not given. But she was 89 years old. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Frances Bay, Miss Evelyn Metcalf. She died on September 15th, 2011, due to complications from pneumonia. But she was 92 years old, y'all. Wow. Yeah, she, she had a great life. She did. Uh, Miss Lois D. Banzi, or Banzi. Uh, she plays Henrietta Manley. She died on April 3rd, 2021. Um, the cause of death was not given, but she was 90 years old. So she yeah. lived a good life. Um, Mr. Robert Bobby Z. Zajonic, or Zajonk, or something like that. He plays a helicopter pilot. Um, he died on December 1st, 2018. No cause of death was given, but he was 71 years old. And Mike Fenton, he did the casting. He died on December 30th, 2020. No cause of death was given, but he was 85 years old. Wow. So I, 
I think that um, Mr. Julian Sands was like the the youngest, probably, of this yeah. whole. Yeah. I didn't write down his age, but I'm pretty sure that he was younger than almost everybody that named that I read. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, well, next we'll go on. We'll move on to my grouper's reaction, and I did. I asked my group some questions about arachnophobia. Let me get to the um. Let me get to the uh, page here. Uh. What did I ask my group? I know I asked them uh, two or three questions. Let me see. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got it. I asked them, uh, who remembers the horror movie Arachnophobia? Did this movie make you even more scared of spiders? Who was your favorite character? And what was your favorite scene? And is there a scary spider story that happened in your life that you like to share? Uh, well, I don't think um, uh, many people shared anything like that. But but Alison Stone Whale, who was on last night's podcast, uh, uh, we did uh, The Lost Boys last night. A very good episode. I encourage you guys to listen to it. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I saw this. Uh, Allison Stonewell says, I saw this young, and it has stuck with me since. And, <laughs> and she had the laughing emoji. Uh, Ripley Ann's the second says, I watched it when I was really li little, and I'm terrified of spiders to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and then William Stark says, Girl, I have arachnophobia, and that movie was terrifying to me when I was little. Like a dang nightmare. <laughs> it was the way he said, girl. I, I read it just like that. I said, girl. He said, girl. <laughs> oh, And then uh, Marie Cantazero-Chief. She says, it's one of my three extreme fears. Spiders. <laughs> So it's everybody's fear. And Marlene did say something, but um, Marlene, you're on the podcast, so you can go ahead and say it now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely when, like, Jerry Manley's, like, uh, after he gets done squishing the spider and they capture the one that's still in the jar. Oh, yes, like, yes, he's, yes. He's in the background, and the doctor's looking at it, and Jerry's, like, in the background. And as soon as that spider jumps at the professor... Jerry Manley just goes way out of the scene. <laughs> um, it's funny, too, because of another fun fact, that guy that um, plays Jerry Manley, he wears a, a Miami Dolphins hat. He said one day they have to take, they had to take a helicopter ride all the way to the top of those, they call them tapoos instead of mountains. It's mm. a native word for mountains, tapoos. Anyways, he said they get all the way to the top of the tapoo and he forgot his hat, and he, you have to be, you know, uh, you know, the, the consistent, what is that called? Um, you know, when they, something's not in the shot, uh, I forgot that word. Oh. You, uh, when well, everything has to be the same between oh, takes and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, continuity. Yeah, yeah, right. continuity. Okay, so he, he messed up the continuity. They, they went all the way up there for nothing because he didn't have his hat. 
and the director was like not pleased with that oh i'm pretty <laughs> sure and um oh the uh they did a spiders olympics too to figure out which spider they were going to use because they used um tarantulas wolf spiders traditional huntsmen's and the goliath tarantula but the avondale spiders from new zealand won the uh olympics they're the ones who could walk up on glass walk on a like a like a oh yeah basically. and they were friendly and that's what also helped the cast members to um work with them better because they weren't poisonous and they weren't going to bite they weren't super aggressive and right. you just got to get over the the fact that they're spiders but right I think that would help that would help if I knew that they were going to bite. I might let it. Oh, no, no, no. That that wouldn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, they had, a, they, had a, they had to call it a Spider Olympics to see which one would be the uh, actors for the movie. Oh, wow. And, I mean, that is, that's sweet. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think of doing nothing like that. I'd think of killing them. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, yeah, Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Daniels, the Doctor Ross, he said that uh, a spider handler was talking to him with these big, thick leather gloves. He's like, "Hey, if you get too scared, he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, I will, I'll grab. He's like, you have nothing to worry about. He's like, he's telling me this while he has these thick gloves, saying, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> he's like, I'll grab it. Right. Jeff, uh, 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 you know what? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Because before this podcast, we were talking about actors from um, Detroit and, you know, uh, Philly and, and everything. If I'm not mistaken, I think Jeff Bridges is from my home. I, I don't think he's from Detroit, but I think he's from Michigan. Let me look. I'm going to Google him. I think I think Jeff Bridges is, um, is from Michigan. Let me um, pull him up real quick. Because <laughs> I, I'm, I really do. I, be, I think that he is from uh, Michigan. I don't think he's from Detroit, but he is. Uh, let me see. I thought you said let me call him up. Oh no no no! I, I, I said let me Google him, girl. I wish I did know Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I wish I did. Oh, no, 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 not Bridges. Uh, Jeff Daniels, right? Yeah, I, I could go. I get them confused. Jeff Maybe Bridges yeah. and Jeff Daniels, I always get them confused. They resemble each other, too. They do. They do. Oh, my goodness. I just pulled up Jeff Daniels, and he does look just like Jeff Bridges. Yep. Uh, let's see. He is from... Well, he got his education from Central Michigan University. I guess he's from Athens, Georgia, but he did go well. Central Michigan University—that is, that's my neck of the woods. So yeah. Uh, okay, no, no, no. Um, he was born in Athens, Georgia, but uh, he spent the first six weeks of his life in Georgia before they moved to Michigan where he grew up in Chelsea okay 
and Daniels briefly attended Central Michigan University. Okay. There we go. I knew I, I knew that he um grew up in Michigan. I knew that I heard that somewhere. So, but but yeah. So, wow. Yeah. It, it. I mean, you just never know. You know. Yep. It, it's it, crazy because you know I I like I said the Lawrence brothers. I knew. I know. You know, it's in, from your neck of the woods, Krista. Right. Yeah. So and then. And well, you know who I um uh here that lived in Oklahoma, um Marlene. Uh as a matter of fact, my brother and my cousin well, my cousin knows him personally, and my brother got a chance to meet him. And I always I, I'm mad because I do love country music. And I was like, You got to meet him and you didn't call me and, and have him, you know, and introduce me to him. Kobe, uh Toby Keith. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got two big restaurants here. Really? Yes. My brother got a chance. I was mad. I was heated, y'all. I said, wait a minute. I guess you, so. you didn't call me? <laughs> Let me do <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. Do something. I love Toby Keith. What are you talking yeah. about? My favorite song of his is uh, uh, How Do You Like Me Now? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that song. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Miss Latrice, um, for free. I'm gonna go watch Near Dark. They're showing it here. Oh my gosh! And we, yeah, you were on that episode. We did that episode. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, I'm telling you know what? I I am telling y'all. I want a drive-in in Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas does not have a drive-in. Do, do y'all have a drive-in in Pennsylvania? No. We 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 need to bring back the drive-ins. Yeah, you do. You have a really cool uh, uh, drive-in theater in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'll message you where, what it's called and where it's at. But they're always I follow them on Instagram and they're always playing really cool stuff. It's not by me, unfortunately. I don't hear anything about it. I I, I say the same thing, Miss Krista. They we do not the the closest. Yeah. Drive-in we have near us is an hour away. Yeah, I don't even know. I have no idea. That that just uh, and you know, because you know drive-ins that, are great for the kids. You know, your kids can go to a drive-in and yep. ha- have so much fun. You know, I, I know. think the drive. I, I think the drive-in should come back. You know, they have Joe Bob Griggs who says the drive-in will never die. Well, guess what? It's dead here in Texas and in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, uh, Leighton, L-E-Lehighton, L-E-H-I-G-H-T-O-N, Pennsylvania. I'll have to look it up and see how far Oh, yeah, it definitely uh, put it in the group chat um, for her, Marlene. So yeah, she can... yeah, the, the Mahoning Drive-In Theater. Yeah, they, they're always playing really cool stuff. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of blessed how far because the closest, the closest drive-in to me is... Maybe twenty minutes away. Oh wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. See, yeah. So and it's been there from the, since the fifties and sixties. If the like, right people listen to this podcast, I need them to know that we need more. We need more drive-ins. Definitely. 
we need more drive-ins well mm -hmm. guys this has been so fun i i think mm -hmm. Mr. Fun. thank you for being here uh marlene you know it's always a pleasure miss krista you need, need to do more podcasts yes absolutely uh well uh until tomorrow tomorrow i am doing this <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm discussing the movie X, y'all. That uh, and I'm gonna say this again tomorrow, but that movie ain't nothing but a porno with horror elements in it. <laughs> what is it called? It's called X, and it's called X, X? for a reason. Triple X. Yep. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Monica's back. She's my arachnophobia girl, too. Hi, Monica. <laughs> I was just telling your mom you need to get me back in the, on the podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I took on this podcast. I'm the real arachnophobe. I know firsthand what it's like. Traumatic. Yes. <laughs> I was telling them about how you scream. And then we know, we're like, oh, no, she saw a spider. <laughs> eight, eight legs, eight legs, two fangs, and an attitude. Hey, ain't that the truth? <laughs> I, told, I told them, too, how you called them the demon spawn or whatever. Yes, they oh, are. Well, well spawn, Brian so. would agree with you. My fiance would agree with you. So. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. gosh. Well, guys, until tomorrow when I discuss eggs. Um, okay. this has been, Lat <laughs> this has been Latrice Carter, Miss, <laughs> Miss Krista Rubart Yates and Miss Marlene Miller. And we will see you guys later. Bye guys. Check those slippers. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah.